Here we are to another episode of the Talking Doves podcast. With me today is always the one and only Mr. Peyton Arthur, and I am Mr. Ryan Riley. So, Mr. Arthur, what do we have yes. for today? What's well, happening? Mr. Riley, you told me that I needed to brush up on my history of the place I grew up. In uh, not so many words, yes, yes, that's what we're talking about. Mr. Arthur, I thought it'd be fun to have a hometown episode of the Talking Dubs podcast. Uh, you know, just give a little insight on us, a little bit more about us, and then also tie that to where we have, as the old people would say, put down roots, Mr. Arthur. Um, so, do you want to get started on uh, where you, that mythical place that you're from, or, or should I go first? You go ahead. All right, Mr. Arthur, uh, according to Wikipedia, I am from a ceramic cooking pot that was used in Spain and Spanish-speaking Latin American countries. Um, I had no idea until this episode that Allah could also mean those things. Um, apparently, it was also uh, like a, a, a cooking pot that was also used in Rome. Um, had no idea about that. And yeah, so I was actually from uh, Olive, which is just a little bit east of here. Um, I think it's east at this point. I'm kind of tired, Mr. Arthur. Not really sure. Uh, if you look on Wikipedia, you see some things that are correct and incorrect. One is the spelling of our namesake. Uh, our, we were named after Miss Ola Mills. And on Wikipedia, it has her as Olive Mills. I'm not really sure why, but that's that's the story I was given. I don't know. Maybe it's a different textbook. Does everybody learn? Everybody learns about all of in history, right, Mr. Arthur? You know, they failed to teach me that at Hornbeck. Oh my gosh! Uh, but I, you know, I got the firsthand experience. So, well, you as, then, as you know, you really need a firsthand experience to really soak it in, Mr. Arthur. Yeah. Uh, but Mr. Riley, in my book, it also oh. says double L. Oh my gosh. So interesting. I lied to. I wonder if there was a misspelled plaque and then that's what we based our town on. Yes, yes. That's probably what it was. But anyway, uh, it's the oldest incorporated town in the Salt Parish. I thought it was Tullis. I'm not going to lie. Um, yeah. But here we are. And there was a military institute there. But the reason why everyone went there was to get healed. There was. Um, you know the hot water ponds, the uh, the sulfur springs that yeah. it was. Uh, which, Mr. Arthur, you know I've been to hot springs. You've been to hot springs, right? Okay. And everybody always talks about the bathhouses and the naturally hot water, and they used it for healing purposes. But, Mr. Arthur, wouldn't sulfur springs actually smell horribly? It's got to stink. It's got to smell bad. I don't. I mean, the 1800s were wild, you know, and they, you know, yes, you get hot water where you can get hot water. Um, I'm not going to fault them for that, but sulfur springs could not smell great. Um, but in, anyway, I was a third generation, yeah, third generation um, Ala resident. Um, what do you call an Ala resident? Uh, anybody that's from the correct side of LaSalle Parish. Um is pretty much uh but i was my my grandfather lived there 
his parents had moved in from states that I'm not going to name because I don't want you to make fun of me. Um, but, and they moved to between Ala and that other town that I'm not going to name. So what I was asking, Mr. Ellis, what do you call a resident of Ala? Oh, oh, oh. I, I don't know, Mr. Arthur. Uh, Indian? Uh, Aladonian. Aladonian. That's it. Yeah. If that's not right, you coined it. Yeah. Yay. Write it down. So, uh, my grandfather lived there, then my father, and and then I. Um, So, uh, that is how I got there. My grandfather was one of the first classes of LaSalle High School, and uh, then my father was several years later, and I was several years after that. So, Mr. Arthur, that's kind of the gist of where I'm from. Yeah, okay. Well, Mr. I didn't know exactly what we were going for for this. Um, And, you know, I just, you talk about the mythical place that I'm from. It's real. It is so real. And I have some pictures to prove that it's real, so I'm going to share my screen here in just a second. But um, I referred to my book, Louisiana Place Names. It's a book that I got when I was in college. So I got a lot of my information from there. So when I referred to the book earlier, for Mr. Riley, that's um, that's what I was referring to. But here we go. Where are we at? Well, here we are. We are in oh Western Louisiana, just about as close to Texas as you can get. Um, Mr. Riley, I was just putting pen to paper here. I think, if my math is correct, that I was a fifth generation Floridian. Um, are, you is, saying, are you saying Floridian or Floridian? Floridian. Florinian. Florinian. My brother and I always joked that it was Florinianite, but you know, we'll call it Florinian. Um, This town is about 650 people in the city limits. Um, I didn't grow up in the city limits, so it's it's a pretty large community. Anybody that's from this area here is considered Florine. So, you know, if you're from Florine, you're from Florine. Go ahead. You live just south of the skinny part, huh? I live right here. Yeah. Okay. The railroad tracks are the, the okay. divider, and then we're right on the other side. Okay. Um, we got our name from this guy, Florine Jacques, who was a Union soldier who owned a massive amount of land uh, in Sabine Parish following the Civil War. Um, and he, the reason that the town was named after him was he gave or he sold almost 380,000 acres to the Kansas City Railway. Uh, so the town would grow, you know, obviously um, from the railroad. We're known for three things, Mr. Riley. And I'm not sure if you know what those three things are. Really, four if you count basketball, but we're not going to count basketball. One is a speed trap, you get a ticket if you speed through Florine. It says here on this little map that 49 to 60% of the town's revenue comes from those tickets. So the second thing, Mr. Riley, I don't think you're ready for is the Free State Festival. Do you know about the Free State Festival, Mr. Riley? Uh, I'm just going to guess. Can I guess? Go for it. There's some citizens that think it's kind of like that Texas mentality that they're not a year. <laughs> Is that kind of what we're going with? No. Um, oh, okay. In 18, I think it was like around, it was in 1810, around that area. Um, the Spanish 
and the U.S. were just discussing who owned. Um, it was over a dispute of the Sabine River who owned it. So they marked a very large portion as a neutral zone. And uh, fluorine was kind of the center of that neutral zone, not really a hub, but kind of central. Right. And so because of that, we celebrate this area where all these criminals came because they couldn't be prosecuted in the neutral zone. Um, we have the Free State Festival. And so every year we have these shootouts, like you can see here, and there's a saloon back here that's there downtown. And they make syrup and they have all kind of stuff that would take you back to the 1800s. Can, can I just say real quick, those are cap guns. Like, can I just say it? They definitely are cap okay. guns. They, they are not real. No. Uh, just, just keeping us on the straight and narrow, Mr. Arthur. And I do want to tell you how small our town is. The lady in red here mm -hmm. is the mayor's wife. The lady in blue is the high school English teacher. The lady here in black is um, the uh, kind of the counselor, high school education coach thing. And then this lady down here cuts my hair. So, um, you know, kind of cool. So very small town. <laughs> anyway, last one, and I'll be done, was this was kind of what brought people to fluorine back in the 40s, 50s, 60s, um, was Toro Hills was kind of a resort. They had a restaurant, they had a um, golf course, they had a swimming pool, they had uh, tennis and a hotel. And then it was right across from Hodges Gardens. So tourists came to stay at the cabins and they brought their RVs into Hodges Gardens. And uh, it was a very beautiful park up until about five or six years ago when it was shut down due to budget cuts. The state took it over um, in the early 2000s from the Hodges family. and. Um, but it, it had all kind of flowers and you know people all kind of people who were into the botany and the floriculture would come out and see the all these varieties of flowers and things that they had at, at the garden so it was kind of cool and we spent a lot of our childhood there Hodges gardens but it, like i said unfortunately it closed you know about five or six years ago did you ever get to go to Hodges gardens mr Allen? i didn't mr arthur i didn't care about plants until about two years before it closed yeah, so it was a, a sad thing for me. But, well, Mr. Arthur, uh, that's kind of where we're from, um, uh, each of us respectively. Uh, you had told me, well, you know, both of us have ridden with each other in our hometowns, you know, and we kind of showed each other around. And I remember you showed me the hotel and all that. Uh, I think we should talk about what is really important to anybody listening to this which is like sevens of people mr arthur yeah so um, glad the sevens are listening yeah so i think we should talk about the greatest town in at least the state and that is winfield Louisiana, yeah. mr arthur uh mr arthur what do we have about winfield what do we know um well mr riley first i'll say that i think both of us are on um, about 15 different Facebook pages yep. for Wind Parish and Winfield. So we get to see a lot of just random fun facts, old buildings, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, from Winfield. But uh, the one thing that, that we know is that it didn't really get settled until about 1840 or so. Right. Um, which, considering how close we are to Natchitoches, is pretty interesting that nobody really came over and settled um, Wynn Parish, but 
What, what do you know? Well, Mr. Arthur, I was going to, you shared some pictures. I was just going to share a couple of pictures. If you yeah. don't mind. Let me try to remember how to share my screen because I'm old. So let's see. Let's go with this. I want to share every, well, let's not share everything, Mr. Arthur. <laughs> and go. While you're doing that, we yeah. got our name from um, Walter Wynn, okay. who was a prominent lawyer in Ellet. Okay. So, you know, not really a, I'm sure he had some significance here in town since we named the right. F after him, but I look at that. Mr. Arthur, right here, we have the, at the time, Eastside Elementary School. Mm-hmm. And for anybody that is definitely not listening to this, this is definitely your kindergarten school. This is WKS. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's uh, important to me. I'm not really not going to say why, uh, but it, I think it's just a cool thing for one to see a school in the, what would you say, uh, 58, Mr. Arthur? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Uh, 58, 62, somewhere around there. Uh, so that's important to me and me and you love the history of schools and uh, I, I think that's a special place yeah. uh, here oh isn't this beautiful this is uh, First Baptist yeah. um, and I love if you look at the top you can see the bell the horn yeah. isn't that great mm-hmm. oh man it just looks like if a courthouse a mansion and a church had a baby like it, this is the architecture here is just i love it so much what's so cool about the the bells up there usually at a, a period like this we would have a, like a campanile with a real bell mm-hmm. it looks like they have some type of horn system right and to announce what i'm not sure i'm not sure uh yeah. i don't know if you know this but downtown i i'm not I, it might be the episcopal church uh, has has bells mm-hmm. at least at lunch, uh, yeah. and it's it's beautiful. Gosh, it's beautiful. Here we have the other uh, church on Main Street. We have the Methodist Church. Yeah. Uh, this building was founded. It was built somewhere like fifty two or sixty two, some somewhere between the fifties and the sixties. Yeah. And I think it's one of the prettiest buildings in town. I really. I really love it. Really neat architecture. Yes. I think Methodist churches have some of the prettiest architecture of really anything. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just kind of partial to those. Um, and then we have the original Catholic church, Mr. Arthur. Right there by Brenda's. Huh? Right there by Brenda's. You know, um, we try not to shout out uh, restaurants on here, but we definitely know where Brenda's is at. And uh, I, those doors, look at those doors. Oh my That's god, so crazy! Yeah, you had those doors had to weigh 100 pounds each. Those are They're solid wood. I mean, yeah, they're solid for sure. Oh, that looks familiar because it looks yeah. the same, it looks identical. Like, <laughs> if you said that was me walking in right there, I'd be like, it might be, it might be us. You got the flag in the background. You got, I mean, that is just, there's one thing that I don't like about this picture and it's crooked. Like yeah. that is the only thing that I wish would be fixed with it. But anyway, 
Mr. Arthur, look at this. I'm not sure what I'm looking at, Mr. Riley. Obviously, it says public school, but. Mr. Arthur, that is uh, the clinic. That is the current clinic. That is the original Winfield <laughs> High School. Okay, I guess I've never been in the, the current clinic. Where's this at? Right beside the gym. Like, where, okay. where our uh, great Tigers uh, played a game last Friday night. This is right beside that. You're talking about this is Winfield Senior? Yeah. I mean, Winfield High School? That's Winfield High School. Okay. I'll take your word for it. If you go over there, which I will make you do, if you look behind the clinic sign, which is above the above the door, there's a All clinic right. sign, you can see the L of the public school because that is that is, you know, etched into the, the stone above the door. Okay. Isn't that nuts? That's yeah. I guess they added to it a lot. A lot. Well, you know how schools are, they just keep adding and adding. So all right, so only a couple more, Mr. Arthur. I didn't want this to be long. Uh, I'm gonna say why we're doing this at the end. Uh, here is the quarry. Yeah. Really important part of Wind Parish history. Uh, one of the biggest employers at some points throughout our, our history. Um, and then here we have the wreck. Um, and I think it's cool to see the difference in uh, what we have here, you know, because it, we have more ball fields and all that kind of thing. And let's see. What's that, Mr. Arthur? Courthouse. That is the original trade school. That is the Oh, oh yeah. UEP Long yeah. Professional. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. When this was there and in, in its glory, you could see from the fire station straight through to here. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, this would have been taken on South Jones Street and then kind of back some because there was nothing there. Yeah. Okay. That's isn't, that, isn't that beautiful? So beautiful. I, I love old buildings. What is Winfield without lumber? No kidding. That that is beautiful. I don't remember what logging outfit this is, but it's changed hands since then. Your file name says Tremont. Does it say Tremont? Okay, yeah, the Tremont Lumber Company. Yeah. So that, Mr. Arthur, is, I think I had one more picture I was going to show. This one. Okay. If you look on the far right, you see Shaw's, the building right yeah. beside that is Yeah. Yes. Uh, the building on the left, the corner building, is the original Bank of Winfield. Yeah. And the sign's still there. You can see it. The, yes, the sign's still there. It's now, I don't remember, some healthcare right. thing. I, I don't remember the name. But if you look to the left of that door, down Main Street, on the there's a placard on the wall, and you will learn some really cool history. Do you see the fan in the second story? See the man? The fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So the fan, that whole top uh, level was offices. Okay. 
when uh, Huey first became uh, past the bar, mm-hmm. he rented uh, one of those offices on the top floor of the Bank of Winfield building, and that was his law office. Wow, that's neat. I don't remember. It said how much. I think on that placard it says how much he rented it for. I don't remember how much it was. Uh, it was somewhere, you know, like seven bucks or something. A month. Right. That's crazy. <laughs> but I don't know. I thought that was a really cool way to end it. Uh, with because that's that's basically all I had for this section, Mr. Arthur. Yeah. No, that that's really cool. Um, I do want to say kind of the reason why I was thinking about hometowns, and that's because we are working on that project, Mr. Arthur. Yeah. Uh, we are working on a project. And let me unshare my screen. We are working on a project where we are bringing love back to Winfield. We yeah. are giving something for people to do. It's a fun, interactive scavenger hunt where you're walking down Main Street, man, and just really taking notice of things that you don't think about because we just, we go to the pharmacy, we go to Pea Patch, and, you know, we go to the Jewel Box, and we do, we go to all these businesses, and then we don't think about it. We, we just run in, we run out, and then it's time for, you know, baseball practice or whatever. We, we don't think about what's happening around us. And when we were going through shooting pictures, it just really gave a great respect and uh admiration for a town that i've been a member of for you know about five years and i've just i've never walked down main street and it's something that with our little project we're doing it's gonna encourage those people to do that and um, that's awesome i'm really excited about it we're hoping like two weeks mr arthur to have that out and uh i i it's gonna be something special for sure uh, Mr. Arthur, do you have anything to add before we go into the final thing? I don't think so. I think, you know, just it was really interesting. I mean, I learned a lot. I've, I have only been in Winfield uh, around the community for about two years now. Um, only been a resident for a month. But, um, <laughs> you know, definitely a lot more to learn. I was talking to you the other day about, um, you know, some things that I was, after watching a movie filmed here, I was curious about where things were located. Right. I, I think every time I go in Pea Patch and see some of the stuff Miss Gale has drawn, like the old Winfield Hotel and uh, Uncle Earl's Pea Patch and that kind of stuff, just to see where that was or if it's still there, I think would be neat. But yeah. I think this scavenger hunt's definitely going to be interesting uh, once we put it out and you know, maybe get with the, the chamber about publishing it um, yeah. and get people out and looking at history because there's a lot of history here in Winfield. A lot of history. The, the land of three governors, Mr. Arthur. Mm-hmm. So, Mr. Arthur, I have a little bit, you know, sometimes, and I did this around Christmas, I'll research uh, bands and stuff, bands and musicians, and I'll come across some sad stories. Yeah. I don't mean to. It's not, it's not my intention, but sometimes it just happens. So, Mr. Arthur, I, and you know, we're going to start our quiz now, our, our music quiz. Uh, I love, this has been contest week for us. It's been very um, eventful. Uh, and on eventful weeks, I like to listen to older music, okay? Uh, things that were called golden oldies when we were young. Uh, 
and now Golden Oldies is like the 80s or something. I don't know. It's so weird. But uh, Mr. Arthur, one of those things, one of those artists is uh, that I that I grew up listening to, my parents grew up listening to, uh, or playing it for me, and that was Otis Redding. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, Mr. Arthur? Yeah, I know Otis Redding. You know Otis Redding. Okay. You asked for me to do music that you had heard of this week, so I'm trying to fulfill that promise, Mr. Arthur. Yeah. Um, I'm going to re- uh, tell you a little bit about Otis, okay? Uh, he was an American singer, mm-hmm. songwriter. He's considered one of the greatest singers in the history of American popular music. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a, a seminal artist. He, he kind of was on the forefront of modern soul music, rhythm and blues. His uh, style of singing gained inspiration from gospel music and uh it really, you know, influenced many artists of the 60s. You know, that, that real soulful style that he had is beautiful. Um, I want to know, what state was Redding born in? Do you know the answer, Mr. Walker? No, off the top of my head, I don't. Okay. Uh, it's a southern state. Yeah. And I got a great hint for you, okay? Okay, listen. The highest peak in this state reaches 4,784 feet. Do you know? you know the answer, Mr. Arthur? No, I don't think so. Mr. Arthur, you know, come on, you know topography. Yeah. All right, Mr. Arthur, I guess I'll go with the second clue. Okay. Whatever. Uh, This state grows more peanuts than any other state. Georgia. Georgia it is, Mr. Arthur. Georgia it is. I really thought you were going to know the highest peak. I really no. don't. I mean, if you would have spat it off Driscoll Mountain or something, you know, I probably would have known that. But. All right. We prefer it to be called Mount Driscoll. Um, wow. You're getting really flippant with where you're putting the mountain. Uh, but the thing is, Mr. Arthur, on this fun fact of Georgia page that I found that on, they didn't even name the peak. So I don't even, it's in the Piedmont Range. Um, yeah. but they didn't even name the peak like what kind of garbage is that anyway uh, also so about Redding okay so he signed uh, with a representative of Atlantic Records and as soon as he did that they sent him to Stax Recording Studio in which city could you find Stax Recording Studio in 1962 I put that disclaimer because it might have changed, it might have moved, there might be others. But in 1962, what city did they send him to record his first music at? Chicago. Sir? Chicago? Not Chicago. I have a couple of hints. Okay. Okay. Uh, Hint number one is you love this city. Okay. So I I didn't know if you were going to get it. Well, I've got two things came to mind, so... Okay, well, I'll move on. I think you'll get it with the second, with the with the next hint. It mm-hmm. was named, it was named after an Egyptian city. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm gonna say Atlanta and then Nashville, but I didn't know. I didn't know. Okay, so uh, both of those would be wrong. No big yeah. deal, Mister Arthur. I got another clue. And that clue comes with a second clue. I had four clues for this just because I want to build anticipation, okay? Is it Memphis? 
Oh, Mr. Arthur, you sniped me, man. Like you got it. Well, you said you said cities that I love, so I was trying to think. Well, that's what I, I thought. I thought when I said you love this city and we're talking music, I thought you were just going to say Memphis. Yeah, it wasn't even clicking with me. Uh, okay. But I want to hear what you got. Okay, well, the other two hints were, in 1795, the Spanish governor general, because apparently that was a title in 1795, the governor general of Louisiana negotiated to build a fort in Memphis on the bluffs and like he negotiated it in a way where the local Chickasaw tribe was able to uh, get a trading post out of it. And so they were okay with it. Um, mm. And that was a very short lived port because in 1796, it became the most Western part of uh, a newly admitted state, which was Tennessee. Okay. And so it kind of changed hands and they lost the port and America. Who was the governor? general whatever the governor general i knew you were going to ask that so i'll let that tab open and it is let's see it was it i want to be honest i couldn't read the name like it was it was, <laughs> it was two french, french names huh? it was two french mr Arthur, or two spanish it was two spanish for me uh let me see francisco i'm good with that one uh yeah. Louis, Hector, D. Carondelet. I don't. I don't know anything. I've never heard of him. Uh, but he sent his lieutenant governor, which was uh, Manuel de Lemos, to uh, negotiate and secure consent uh, so they could build a uh, a fort on the bluff. So okay, that's nice stuff. Uh, yeah, I thought it was cool, and I like the fact about uh, the westernmost part because it said of then considered the Southwest United States. <laughs> so, Mr. Arthur, I have one little final thing about him. Uh, so, Otis, uh, I don't know. Do you know how long Otis Redding lived? I feel like he hasn't been dead as long as I think he has. Well, that's you got it backwards. Uh, he oh. he passed in 1967. Wow. Uh, I wish people talked about this more. Uh, I hate when there's some stories like this that just kind of get swept under the rug. Um, but he had just wrote Sitting on the Dock of the Bay. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to read this article that was written after uh, the passing. It was, he recorded it twice but both in December of 67 and the second time he recorded it, he had had, he was in a uh, plane crash three days later. Mm. And so uh, in the, in the song, it says I roam 2000 miles away from Georgia, never to go back home again. And I thought that was kind of chilling. How far was he when he died? 26. Where was he? Like how far? You said 2000 miles. Oh, well, uh, the bay that he was referring to in the song was the San Francisco Bay because he was going to be there on Christmas uh, that year. Oh, okay. But the strange part about the whole thing is he fell into the, the lake area that's called Squaw Bay. There. Oh. Was it Michigan, Wisconsin? Where was he at? 
San Francisco. Like he was. Oh, he died in San Francisco. Oh, that was the last song that he recorded was about going there. Okay, that's interesting. So I, again, like I, I hate when I research things and it ends on a kind of a sour, on a sad note. But well, that song's been stuck in my head all week. So. It's such a good song. It is a good song. It's a good song. Oh, um, Mr. Audrey. Uh, what else? Do you have anything else for these sweet young children that we teach that are not listening? No, I, I mean, we had a really good week, I thought. You know, it's been challenging, um, but they've been excellent for us. Yeah. Uh, we've had a lot going on, on on our plate, and the students who've competed thus far had a lot on their plates. Yeah. So, um, you know, we have about three more contests, and then we will be uh, three more in this round, Mr. Alton. Yeah, three more, and then we'll be home free for about uh, three weeks, and then we'll hit it again. Um, and then April is pretty packed for us, and then um, we'll have May kind of, I'll put in quotes, off, and then we'll go into a state convention. So it's, you know, they, I told you this yesterday, I think, was that our students, I think, I believe, have learned a lot in their content area, whether they realize that right now or not. Um, we call it ag specialization. They really have specialized in, in whatever area they chose. And whether that's, uh, you know, poultry and you've learned about cuts and uh, carcass grading of chickens, or if that's milk quality and you've learned more about cheeses than you ever wish you knew, um, you know more about that than anybody else. We talked about that before too. You're the smartest person in that content in the room. So yeah. that's something special. And Mr. Arthur, the the senior leadership that we've had, the the kids just wanting to do something, and yeah, help and, and be around, and it's it's been so appreciated on our part, and, and it's just been so helpful, so helpful. It makes our job fun. It does. It does. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Arthur, as uh we are getting uh, text messages about buying chicken dinner plates. Uh, yeah, I just got it myself. <laughs> so uh, I think it's a great time to wrap it up, Mr. Arthur. Yeah, uh, it's been a great week. It's been a fun week. I'm so excited to uh, see uh, how well our kids have performed in these events, and I know they are chomping at the bit, Mr. Arthur. Uh, so uh, from everyone here at the Talking Doves podcast. Thank you for letting me be your air teacher. I know Mr. Arthur is thankful Thank too. And uh, guys, it's been a great week and ready for part two next next week. So get ready for some shop after that. Ooh, get ready for some shop. That sounds like a plan, Mr. Arthur. Yeah. See you on the next time. See you later. <laughs>